Good evening. Welcome to Oconee County Board of Commissioners meeting. Today is Tuesday, January the 2nd, 2024. After a moment of silence, we're going to ask Mark Thomas to lead us in the Pledge of the Flag. Please stand. Getting the first meeting of the new year underway earlier this month, the Oconee County Commission Chairman John Daniel, who joins us in studio this morning, talk about, among other things, his desire to win a third term. As chair of the Oconee County Commission, Chairman Daniel, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. It's great to be here. Uh, talk about a lot of things, including your campaign for re-election. Let me quickly uh, to get you to bring us up to speed here. All that weather of earlier this week, the rain Tuesday, and by the way, more maybe tomorrow. Uh, talk about how Oconee County made out, uh, if anything, you're still dealing with down there regarding, regarding that. Yeah, we did have a lot of trees down. We found a lot of leaks in some of our roofs throughout mm-hmm. the county. So overall, not a whole lot of damage, but just aggravation. We've got a lot of localized flooding with some of uh, the drainage issues that are, exist. Now, keep an eye on that forecast for tomorrow, by the way, as well. We're told not only rain tomorrow, but maybe some wind will we'll obviously pray for a good outcome, but but keep an eye on the forecast for tomorrow. Okay, the news that landed in my inbox earlier this week, uh, two terms, uh, wrapping up a second term, and you want a third. Talk about the reason why. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm very honored to serve as the Chairman of the Board of Commissioners. It's been a lot of fun doing this job, actually. Um, so I've got a strong well, record. I, 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 I'm going <laughs> to stop you right there. Because here's my idea of that job. Uh, of course, yeah, you show up and you preside over the meetings, and sometimes those can get contentious, uh, both with the commissioners and with folks in the audience and the public who have it. But more than that, I'm imagining your phone ringing at all hours and about all kind of issues, and, and you're getting the blame for most of it. I mean, am I overstating that? We, we, I do get some phone calls, but mo- most days people respect the boundaries of, of when they make a phone call. Uh, a lot of our issues, we, we're working to- on them already. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of, I think we're ahead of the curve as a as an organization on trying to address the problems that do exist. And, and so. you're not one of those folks. You're an Oconee County Commission Chairman. You go to Publix just like everybody else, and, and you see your constituents in ways that, I don't know, my senator probably doesn't. And, and so you're, you're at ground zero when it comes to dealing with your constituents. Right, and I tell a lot of people that's how I judge if I had a good day or not. When I go through Publix <laughs> don't get cussed out, then it's been a great day. So. Okay, but I interrupted. You, you enjoy the job. Yes. Is there something left to do here? Oh, absolutely. I think we have a, I got a strong record as chairman, and, and we do have a lot of things to do. We have the T-SPLOST implementation going on. Uh, our Parks and Rec master plan was just completed. I'd like to see that come uh, get underway. Uh, we made a lot of progress in public safety, uh, roads, uh, our broadband project, and property tax relief, which is uh, very important to us. I want to talk about that one specifically, property tax relief. Uh, we were talking with State Rep. Marcus Weedauer, Oconee County Republican, otherwise occupied today, of course, with the session ongoing there in Atlanta. And he's telling me about the number of hoops and hurdles you folks have to clear uh, just to extend a measure of homestead exemption relief to the folks in Oconee County. And I know you're making a major push for that. Yes, sir. So on the on the ballot for our, our May primary, we'll have 10 ballot questions related to homestead exemption, also senior exemptions changing how they operate. And all 10 of those ballot questions must uh, must pass in order to implement the change. So we're having to repeal some laws that were done, then we're having to put the new ones in. And this will apply to all Oconee County Board of Commissioners taxation as well as Board of Education taxation. So in general, our homestead exemption, we're trying to increase it for everybody from $2,000 to 5000 and then in the year 2035, that 5000 will go to 10000 Oh, my goodness. Also, age 65, on, if you're age 65 on January 1st, we'll automatically freeze your property tax assessment. So the value of your home will not change up upward uh, if this passes automatically 
On, right now you have to come in and apply for it, and it's, it's a pretty big ordeal. It takes a lot of time for our tax commissioner to do that. Also, at age 75, if you're 75 on January 1st, we'll give you additional 10,000 homestead exemption. Wow. Uh, so we think this is very important to our to our citizens and, and our continued uh, effort to give property tax relief to our citizens. Uh, the matter of the, the referendum this year, uh, may, what did you say, May or May? May. Ten questions, and they all have to pass, and one fails, and the whole thing sinks. Is it a matter of, as I think you explained it this way, Commission Chairman John Daniel, you're repealing some things and, and, and then voting for some other things? Is that essentially it? That's correct. So, and we have it on both sides for the Board of Education and uh, for the Board of Commissioners. So it's just the way the, the yeah. system is set up. Uh, we prefer just have one question. Sure. Uh, but. Constitution requires a, else, something different. You mentioned also County County Commission Chairman Di- John Daniel Latisplas, the Transportation Special Purpose Local Option Sales Tax Referendum. Step us through that one. How much money you plan to generate? What you plan to do with it? Okay, yeah, that one passed uh, year four last, and so we're, we're starting collecting. This will be our first year of paving mm-hmm. uh, from the Latisplas. We have about $15 million set aside. Um, excuse me. There's $15 million in property tax relief in that bill, mm. as well as 3 or $4 million for uh, sidewalks, walking paths, and then the majority of it, I think it was $50 million going toward paving. So we have our first big paving push uh, this calendar year on the T-Splice. So we're, we're very thankful the citizens uh, gave us that opportunity to pass T-Splice. Yeah, we came in uh, with you talking about uh, opening that meeting of earlier this month uh, down there at the new, and I'm still going to call it the new administrative building. I have yet to have the occasion to go down and visit. Step us through that building. That was a big deal getting everything kind of under one roof and pulling away from the courthouse, turning that over to the judicial functions. Uh, talk about what that's meant for the county over the last few months. I think that's been a, a big help for Oconee County. We have a one-stop shop for our citizens. They're able to come in. Uh, there's not a big security presence. Most of that's handled through architecture, protecting the employees. Uh, you come in, you can pay your taxes, you can get a building permit, a, a, a business license, all in the first floor there. We're planning to have our uh, early voting sessions there as well. Mm. So one, one place for everybody to come in. It was It's a 44,000-square-foot building. It's totally funded by uh, SPLOS dollars, so everybody who comes in and spends money is helping pay for that. We think this is very important to being able to turn the courthouse over to the judicial uh, functions that keeps that courthouse in downtown Watkinsville, which has been a point of discussion over the last several years. So, as you all know, uh, Town and Family Partnership Tony has been acquiring farmland in Oconee for thirty some odd years. Um, most of the large tracts of land, kind of south of fifty three, he, he's bought a lot lately. Um, this one we bought in September of 2022. Talking about some land uh, North High Shoals or near North High Shoals, uh, Russell Wills with the Townley Group. And as long as we have the Oconee County Commission Chairman in studio with us, broach that subject for a moment. That was from your commission meeting of earlier this month. And, and just to briefly bring everybody up to speed here, uh, the Townley folks looking to develop a couple hundred acres uh, would require de-annexation from the city of North High Shoals. Is there, a, I know this came up at your meeting the other night, is there a role for the county commission to play in this if so what yeah under the new in, in the past the city had total control over whether they would annex or de-annex uh, any piece of property so in the last legislative session the general assembly put the law into place where they put that right back to the property owner so if you're a property owner within the jurisdiction of a city you can now request for de-annexation and the county's role in that is similar to annexation we're saying we we don't object to the de-annexation of the property uh 
so we're that's that's our role in it at this point is saying if, if this property is DNX, we will definitely take it into the county. No, that's a, that's the question here. It will become county property. That's correct. But now who, I, I'm still confused, and I think a lot of people are. Whose decision ultimately is it? Okay, the, 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 the landowner can say, I don't want to be in the city anymore, uh, but does that not require buy-in from the city or no? Right, so the, the city will have to take action unless they can say that there's detriment to the city based mm. on health, safety, or welfare then they, they must de-annex the property. Ah. So this this is very fairly new. I think it is a good law and to put the control back into the property owner. And a lot of the concern has to do with, there's no guarantee where this will be developed or not, but there's, mm. when you talk to the townly folks, there's a lot of reasons why they might want to be outside of the city limits besides the development portion part, part of it. So a lot of the concern coming from the citizens is more about the 32 homes that were uh, potentially could go on that location versus whether it's in the city or outside the city. A question from a listener coming in, uh, and he's asking kind of some general questions about growth within the county and, and surrounding counties. We've got Amazon is expanding. Rivian is about to become a thing just down the road next door uh, from your perspective in Walton and Morgan counties. And, of course, the Medical College of Georgia, that talk about giving the University of Georgia its own campus uh, as a healthcare campus, as a medical school. Growth all over the place, including in in Oconee County, and I suppose that's the biggest question of all is how do you manage all this? Well, we've got our comp plan, which has basically been unchanged since it was originally implemented back in the in the late 60s. Uh, 69, I think, was when the first plan went in. Uh, so we, we stick to that plan, and if you look at the amount of growth that's occurred in the last uh, three or four years, our number of homes, new homes created is under 200 for the last two years in a row. Um, which is historically low. We've been up as high as three or 400, which is concerning to the school board for sure. Mm. So if we can stay in the 250 range mm. or less, uh, that's a good growth where the county can keep up with infrastructure, the school system can keep up with infrastructure. So you're seeing us hit that. Um, a lot of the uh, development that you're seeing are from stuff that was rezoned in the early 2000s anyway. Uh, there've been just a handful of rezones in Oconee County. Oh, I've seen some of that in Athens. What we're seeing here, the people are, are uh, there were places, and I'm sure plenty of these all over the place, uh, there lots that were cleared in 2008, and workers who were working, and they, they put up the PVC pipes, and all of a sudden, on like one day in 2008, the market collapses, and the next day, nobody showed up for work. And for a decade or more, that's those plots, those lots sat empty, and now you're starting to see those begin to fill in. Is that what you're seeing as well? That is, that is correct. So, so your uh, corner of 78 and 53 there was a big controversy on that but but that was rezoned earlier in the I think the late 90s even that allowed those homes to come in on the promise that it would be a commercial development with that as well. What we have seen too Commission Chairman John Daniel what we've seen in recent years that I don't remember seeing as much previously uh, is the Oconee County Commission saying no to some developers, Publix right around the corner from where we're sitting now, Mars Hill, the connector there, uh, and a couple of others as well, uh, where in, in the last couple of years, the Oconee County Commission has said no to some of this, listening to some of the folks who live in these areas who, who don't necessarily want that development and the way it's being proposed. Is there a change of mindset, or is this just you taking these things on a case-by-case basis? It's on case-by-case. We look, again, heavy uh, leaning on the, the comprehensive plan, uh, we're looking out for trying to look out further into the future when somebody comes in and wants to develop one piece of property that may impact the road this way but what's the future comp plan show for addition so 
how's that corridor going to look in, in 25 or 30 years? So we're trying to see into the future a little bit, but also making sure that it fits what our community uh, is looking for. You mentioned public safety, a priority that you want to have uh, should you win a third term. And again, at this moment, I, I'm not hearing about any opposition. Maybe some arises, but the news this week is that John Daniel says he wants a third term as the Oconee County Commission chairman. Uh, what's to be done in the matter of public safety? I think we've made a lot of strong steps uh, in updating our phase replacement. With our, we got a strong relationship with the sheriff's office. We've been trying to uh, help them get caught up on some infrastructure items. Uh, public safety pay is, is a big deal. Getting people that want to participate in public safety is t- hard to do. Uh, we've got a public safety matrix. We also reward longevity uh, with the county as well as uh, advanced certifications through post. Um, so we've also increased the number of deputy Post sheriffs. Post the certification, yes, folks. Yes. We've increased, they increased the number of uh, deputy sheriffs on the road as well as our E-9-1. How many you have now? Do you have to carry that number around in your head? And the sheriff's officers, is 106 employees. Not all of them are deputy right. sheriffs, but so you got the jailers. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure of the full count on the actual deputies there. And then our fire department, we got a the top-rated uh, volunteer fire department in, in the state. Uh, we've got a 4-4-X. Uh, for our ISO rating. Was Insurance just rating. Yes, sir. And which affects, uh, affects obviously, what folks pay in, in terms of That's homeowners' right. premiums. So that notion of the volunteer fire department, I know every time it comes up, somebody asks the question, isn't it about time for a paid fire department, full-time fire department in Oconee County? Is there is that a gleam in anybody's eye right now, or are you, you good with what you have? We're good with what we have right now. We're always watching to see, but uh, we'll, we'll have a huge turnout on a, on a house fire. We'll end up with 25 people showing up to help their neighbor if something bad happens uh, so our response times are good as you can tell from the the insurance mm. rating uh, our equipment is strong and, and our participation from our members is very strong uh, right around the corner from where we're sitting uh, is is one of your fire stations just off of virgil langford i guess yes. it is just right around the corner from where we are right now again uh, john daniel oconee county commission chairman uh, refresh my memory uh, you're saying you want a third term now what what inspired you to run the first time well, I served uh, two terms on the commission as, as a commissioner, and when Chairman Davis was stepping out, I just thought I'd be the best choice for that position. That now, time. what led you to get in the commission business in the first place? When you were looking at some of the stuff that happened in the early 2000s, uh, we released uh, sewer to residential, which had a huge uh, growth in the number of approved lots. We still have over 2,800 lots that were approved in the early 2000s, uh, based on residential sewer that are still not developed that are pending uh, for development out there so it was just a huge growth and thought we could make a difference on how that went you know Oconee County has this reputation I heard it the day I got here my first day in Athens was February 1st of 1988 so I'm coming up on 26 years now the first day I walk in somebody starts talking to me about how Athens is so unfriendly to business and everybody loves Oconee County and I'm sure Oconee County loves having that reputation how accurate is that from your perspective I I think we do it we do a good job with our businesses we we, I mean there's settlement day we're perfect you know Mm. operationally but uh our desire is to be easy to do business with. When you look at our, our new administrative building, how that's laid out to come in and be easy for businesses to operate. Um, we, we've changed some codes and some personnel over the last uh, five or six years, and uh, I think we, we're headed in the right direction. Uh, relations with the school board and the school system in Oconee County. I gather that over the years that it's web, uh, waxed and waned in terms of friendliness. Where does it stand now? 
I think I think everybody's friendly. We definitely had some big different disagreements uh, over some things. Uh, those are kind of in the past, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we've completed our improvements on uh, Malcolm Bridge Road, which allowed to get deputies out of the roadway directing traffic mm-hmm. with some of the changes we made. Um, so I, we we worked together on our uh, use of facilities. Uh, they were charging us a it was kind of cumbersome situation we were going through for our staff. So we sat down, and figured out a way to to give and take on both ends, and got that uh, through. So people still yelling and screaming at you about traffic circles, roundabouts. I know there are probably some more in the works. There there are. Some people who definitely do not like the roundabouts, uh, there are more on, on the coming, though. We have uh, Race Church Road, Malcolm Bridge at State Route 53, which is a very dangerous intersection. That's in the final phases of design now. Snows Mill, Rocky Branch at State Route 53 is in right-of-way acquisition. Those are both federally funded projects on the state route. And then Snows Mill at Lane Creek, which is another problematic intersection, is about to start right-of-way acquisition there. And very, very quickly, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or less here, they're going to reconfigure it some form or fashion what's right in front of us here, Jimmy Daniel Road and the connector and all that. What, what do we see happening there quickly? Yeah, so that'll be uh, on-ramps, on-ramps, off-ramps with uh, roundabouts on each uh, each leg of that <laughs> as well. So they work, and when I first took office, I never thought we'd ever have a roundabout in Oconee County. But when you do the research, you look at them, they work. We've put them in place. Well, I think we've not had any maybe one accident of all the roundabouts we have have occurred i I, I personally love them for what that matters john daniel oconee county commission chairman running for re-election the announcement earlier this week thanks for coming out this morning best of luck out there talk again soon thank you without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.